So hello and welcome, my name is Steve Nobel and today I'm speaking with Eve Lurgan on The Alien Love Bite. Now Eve is an author, dedicated counsellor and hypnotherapist professional. She's also a Hatha Yoga and Taoist Qigong practitioner. She's a researcher and consultant in anomalous trauma. She began her pioneering career with alien abductees, mylabs and mind control victims while earning her master's degree in counselling psychology in the early 90s. She also holds a, a degree in biochemistry and worked in the biotechnology industry for several years. She started a support group in the early 90s, or in 94 actually, for experiences of anomalous trauma and continues to consult with clients worldwide on this subject. She's the author of The Love Bite, Alien Interference of Human Love Relationships and The Dark Side of Cupid that was uh, published 2012, I believe. So The Love Bite is a misunderstood and highly taboo subject of alien abduction experience alien engineering of human love relationships and alien manipulation of abductees lives her website is evelorgan.com and it'll there'll be a link with this uh, podcast hi eve hello so um i got your book it was recommended to me and I, I was really interested because i think i've possibly had an experience of this in my life and you you start the book we say when i began this book i ruffled a few feathers the polite argument against my research and that research is about alien interference in uh, relationships took a skeptical tone roughly as follows everyone has relationship problems or love affairs gone sour now you're blaming anything on everything on the aliens so how do you separate from you know the regular love problems from something as specific as this very good question and that that was certainly an argument that has been brought up by many people in you know the psychological field as well as the spiritual field and ufos and mind control but I actually discovered this alien love bite, um, alien engineered relationships or those that are interfered with through people who have definite multiple histories in their own lives as well as their family with what they call alien visitation, contact or abduction. And so it was more pronounced in terms of the the signs and symptoms and the kinds of things that happened in their lives and in the relationships with those people who had those histories. But as time went on and as my research proceeded over the years, many people had similar uh, symptoms of a type of alien love bite or uh, entity in engineered or interfered with relationship who didn't necessarily feel they had alien abduction histories. Although there's something specific about this that I believe is um, not only trans-dimensional, but interdimensional, hyperdimensional, as well as like demonic. Yeah. So there's, there's many, many factors involved depending on the person's history. Mm. So even people who've had... Um, like MK Ultra, for example, in their history, then some of those symptoms may be from a more human uh, orchestrated component. Right. So it depends on the person. Yeah, I went on your website and I had a look and it, it kind of said interference coming from aliens setting up two targeted partners, both partners targeted, aliens trying to break up or disrupt a love relationship, the military side of it, uh, and also unseen cult influences. Yes. And you just mentioned the kind of lower astral um demonic kind of uh, energy vampire type of thing or even sorcery so it's quite broad isn't it yes but it does have a, a main overriding theme which is discussed probably um more in the dark side of cupid which is my second book which was more into the dynamics of if there's some kind of um interference or what i call a third entity interference or hijack then you're going to have signs of what i call as a type of energy vampirism thing that happens with a lot of drama and that drama um is is significant because once you could identify the root causes 
um, then you can get to get to healing the relationship if if that's possible. But yeah. there's definitely you know aliens who have interfered, and as well as um, people involved in secret space program or MK Ultra, where they're actually set up with partners. Um, through the intelligence agencies or whoever is handling them. But, I mean, this this is so complex and amazing, really, when we discover what's happening on deeper levels, um, that the, the interference and the, quote, handling, if you will, has happened on what we call hyperdimensional levels. So maybe from the astral realm or entities that are unseen that could be demonic or could be done through technologies that take advantage of the interdimensional realm. What is the purpose of this interference, do you find, in your work? Why would they take the time to do this? Ah, good question. Uh, in the, the Love Bite book, where we just talked about the people who definitely had alien abduction histories, at least one partner in the duo, um, the, the motives, um, at first we thought, of course, in the early days, and, and even in current alien abduction literature and research, or they, they call it more contact and visitation because it, it may have different signatures but they think it's what the hybrid breeding program and for genetic uh, transmission of certain bloodlines hmm. which would happen if the two people set up had children but more often than not a lot of times people who were set up in these relationships didn't have children per se hmm. so it's not necessarily for the hybrid breeding program of the downline of that that couple so what we found and through the work of Barbara Barthlick and the late Dr. Carla Turner um, is that these alien engineers love they were love obsessions they were orchestrated um, to feed off a lot of the emotional energy I believe mm. more so than a scientific research where you know aliens because they're so stupid don't figure out our emotional I mean come on how long does it take to figure out a human being really scientifically yeah. it's it's kind of a stupid argument if you ask me that they're just trying to figure out how, how our emotions work because it's really dumb to be asked you know really scientifically because I'm a scientist right it, it only takes a few experiments over time to figure that out so it's really a harvesting operation okay. a harvesting of emotional energy sexual energy life force energy and more often than not I think that is is very key in understanding the interference that's happening on the more malevolent levels and it does have a signature so that's why I wrote the second book so that people could actually identify you know if they're having these these kinds of symptoms um, then how can they tell if this is something that that's good or maybe destiny or maybe a positive karmic soulmate thing hmm. versus something that's being engineered for uh, a more energy harvesting operation or to offset you from your true destiny so that that's something to consider because uh, many of these entities are quite deceptive and and they may initially seem like they're these benevolent protectors and guardians and spirit guides and then you know over time you find that your life may fall apart or your health falls apart and there's just one ridiculous drama after another and they they may play games like uh, so this is why i demonstrated this in a love bite book with the ted rice case which he actually had his own book on his own story written by the late Dr. Carla Turner called Masquerade of Angels and that's an excellent book that really um tells his whole story and mostly like how his abductions started when he was a child and as a teenager and then the things that he learned under <clears throat> first levels of hypnosis and then the deeper deeper levels of hypnosis over time 
And then a large segment of his life and his experiences was being set up with a girl when he was a teenager in a classic alien love bite. And so I, you know, summarize that story in that in my book under with his permission and with some extra, you know, questions that I asked him personally to to show, you know, how this takes place with a specific alien handler dynamic and it could be alien greys and in his case it was alien greys and many different kinds of beings actually uh, as well as reptilians. So sometimes, you know, you think it's one type of being that will interact, but in in Ted's case he had, you know, a major abduction where, you know, a clone took place in many medical type procedures as well as other experiments mm. where there was many different types of beings present in that one incident so many times um, you know the classic abductee doesn't necessarily have just one alien working with them sometimes there's there's more than one type with so. the energy harvesting so let's say something's been orchestrated and there's an energy harvesting is the science kind of drama and being drained is that is a constant drama to kind of generate this kind of sexual emotional energy is that the kind of science of this? Uh, more or less it would be I mean in, in the dark side of Cupid it's it's discussed in a, in a better more um, I called it the unholy triad of the dark side of Cupid to try to make it simple like you know three major things would be the telltale signs of something that's probably being manipulated and if you had two of the three signs there in your relationship then it's more likely being interfered with for an energy vampire or hijacking your destiny or you know you working for the agenda these beings are basically working through people like as possessed people or partially possessed people wow. so sometimes supernatural and paranormal things happen that are beyond chance and and create these phenomenal synchronicities and coincidences and things that would be way beyond the norm and that alone is not necessarily indicative of something evil um, that could be you know a sign from God you know um, but I think it's the uh, emotional highs the crashing lows the roller coaster drama effect and um, what I call the uh, emotional manipulation and psychopathology element in one or both partners and so I actually learned more about this over time with people working with people that um, very often people who've had trauma histories with a narcissistic parent or they were abducted by aliens or in some kind of project or their bloodlines were cursed with a lot of demonic activity where one of their parents was basically partially possessed or an alcoholic or a pedophile or whatever, then they would attract partners who had these similar qualities or entities that were in their bloodline were just messing with every relationship they had like they're cursed. And so, so there's a lot of that going on, but it's really the emotional highs, crashing lows, and the the dramas and the dangling the carrot, and people, you know, having these love obsession types of symptoms, which is quite an addiction. And we actually discussed this at length in a, in a long video with you know several of my colleagues, James Bartley included, uh, where we talked about each of us had had the love bite experience ourselves, and we talked about you know how we experienced this and how we basically got through it and what we've learned from it. So um, many people, you know, more than who are in my book have had this experience. They just haven't necessarily gone public or they didn't feel the need to speak about it. Yeah. But in this panel called the Love Bite Plus, um, we talked specifically about you know how it's with the alien visitation abduction interference um, people who had those histories and then <clears throat> we did another panel several years later or I don't know how long later but it's probably from 2015 um, called the hyperdimensional interference and the keys to discernment mm -hmm. and in that video we talked about <clears throat> twin flames like the false twin flames and the 
relationships and when your life is being interfered with by <clears throat> some kind of hyperdimensional entity could be an alien could be another type of entity could be through a partner that's possessed using witchcraft on you or if you've um, used even some kinds of um, some people do this thinking they're they're doing an, an intentional ritual or ceremony to attract their soulmate for example and this is something that was discussed on the panel where they did that you know with candles and their intentions and then they definitely attracted someone but it was like somebody who was basically you know totally manipulated by one of these malevolent beings and so uh, it was it was an example of what happens when you when you open spiritual doorways and you're using basically forms of witchcraft even though it seems like it's positive and then you you start attracting in your timeline um, these negative beings who basically throw you off course and then of course the story in this panel I think it was Tom Montauk and Carissa Conte who talked about that how you know it threw their original timeline off and then they they met one another and then they realized that their the true partner was met later under more kind of natural circumstances that had a more organic feel to it and so really what we would like to know i think people who've had these experiences they want to know like did i really meet my soulmate is this really meant to be Mm. and is this is this the fake one or is this the real one because i've run across people where only over time did they realize in hindsight that the one that they were set up with was a type of uh what they call a cookie cutter cut out copy or the counterfeit soulmate or the counterfeit twin flame that they're actually being set up with that actually threw them off um maybe their their path or their destiny by uh you know malevolent beings who are basically feeding off the energy or just steering them misdirecting them how can you tell the difference or has it come with time i mean could someone tell if you meet someone on a date or in a bar or something and you go oh wow the energy the chemistry how would you know at that point or is it really difficult well i think it takes time but it also takes honesty in in one's own life and that's uh, represented in some of the cases in the uh, alien love bite the love bite book where you know if, if, if a marriage is like sometimes people just don't know like if you've had a history of alien abduction <clears throat> or if you know you had maybe a dysfunctional family and, and you really don't know until you grow up right and you, and you start dating or you get married and have kids that you know, your family of origin maybe was really dysfunctional and um, you've adopted these patterns and then because of those uh, lack of awareness and subconscious traumas that are still active inside you then you'll attract these other partners or be vulnerable to <clears throat> being set up with an alien love bite and mm. so that's basically you know how how it's done on these hyperdimensional levels if if the motive is actually to feed off our energy because they're parasites which i believe that they are the mm. dark ones right mm. They will um, set us up in such a way that they make us vulnerable to their machinations. And then um, you don't know until afterwards, until you do your deep healing work and you try to get past, like, there's there's a there's a problem in, in the alien, quote, visitation, uh, the circles. Like, they don't even call it abduction anymore. Some do, but there's a kind of thing where they feel special they don't feel like they're from this world they feel like they're from someone else and then they have this thing where you know they feel like these beings are just these benevolent guides and they, they're like special but if you look you have to look in their histories do they have a dysfunctional family history that might have predisposed them to being vulnerable to some of these you know aliens to manipulate them to use them for their own cause and so i've seen that happen too where you know if the person did 
the bidding of these aliens, um, then the aliens would, you know, give them um, positive rewards for it or even give them a positive reward of a relationship or a job. You have to really look deeply into your own wounds and really be willing to, you know, do the healing, the trauma resolution, um, you know, not doing some of the things that keep the doorways open and then just observe, you know, if these things fall away in your life. Yeah. So. Well, I, I mean, on that one, I, I away from the relationship, when I, I've, I've, I know someone who's a healer, very successful, doing um, in incredibly well financially, incredibly well, and yet the entities working with her, I've got a bit close to. I know, I've got whacked by them, and I go, well, that's they're not loving those entities, but she's very successful. Yeah. Yeah, that happens a lot, to tell you the truth, in terms of you know some people who are really good psychics, and and sometimes the beings who. They're like allied spirits, right? Sometimes they just have a reptilian in them, and they give them good psychic information. They they have the ability to remote view, and sometimes it's because of the entity that they have these abilities. Not always, but and they can give them positive, um, you know, accurate predictions and establish their bona fides, like one would in the spy world. But then they they can have an agenda behind them, and most most likely they do. They'll they'll spin them and turn them so that they give them the information, maybe the accurate information they want. But then they'll they'll get them all tied up interdimensionally in other ways to to be more spiritually deceived or to to run into you know to being handled all the time by these hyperdimensional entities. Yeah. So and that's that's the trouble because the pure ones who are really really good and this is what I call what we've talked in some of our videos maybe not even in the book but some of the originals and some of the reason why some people are actually chosen for these abduction programs because they are of a certain blood type genetic uh, genetic whatever is different or unique or they have abilities that these beings want to use for their own ends and then they get sheep dipped into the military component that are working with these alien beings because they're in collusion right um so sometimes it is a quality that they're looking for to hijack that is special only to certain humans, what we yeah. call the originals. Yeah. And so there's the whole thing about that with the Starfire bloodlines and why they, they're really um, targeted so that when you become, when you get well, right, when you realize your true nature and you really want to work from the power of the purity of God, I don't know what else to call it, then sometimes you will come under attack or um, you won't be as famous as some of these others who are, you know, using these other entities for personal gain. Because yeah. the pure ones rarely, rarely do that. I mean, sometimes, you know, as a therapist, I still charge, but don't, don't do psychic readings or healings. I, I don't do that, actually. I just work with counseling and guiding people through their own self-discovery and their self-clearing because I think that's much better. Because if we have to keep relying on someone else to clear us and someone else to see our, you know, psychic future, then that puts us at a disadvantage of, of always being misled or being often misled. Yeah. Let me ask so you, uh, let me ask you uh, in your book, you mentioned about coming back to the relationship. The, the bonding experience is often intimate and sexual that one or both may develop an intense chemistry and love, obsession, love obsession. They may occasionally receive telepathic or post-hypnotic suggestions to become sexually involved. They may even be married, one of them, but that makes no difference. Oh yeah, I mean, they could be married to somebody else and they're being set up with somebody else and, um, it's so clear and blatant. I mean, they'll do this in um, abduction. Sometimes the abduction's physical, or or the abduction maybe they 
the pulling out of your body or your consciousness and putting you into a, either a virtual reality scenario or another dimensional reality where they actually are interacting with the true consciousness and astral body or clone body with your targeted partner. And then they'll put you together and then beam in the, you know, subconscious telepathic, you know, hypnotic suggestions and then they'll amp up the energy and, you know, they set up the conditions so that you'll meet. They could set you up when you're children so that when you meet later, it's, it's a very powerful connection. So, Absolutely, uh, and that's why it's so powerful because they're, they're finding these other ways of activating our energy and um, so that you, you really can't resist. It's, it's phenomenal, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's good to know uh, for people to be aware of this so they can actually hopefully uh, d- determine whether it's a true or false kind of connection. Yeah, and in my experience, I mean, if I could just go on a little bit, yeah. because um, I discovered over time and over self-reflection and, you know, a lot of spiritual work and psychological work that in, in my, um, several of my connections with people, like at least one that was the major love bite, that the reason why I wrote the book, that I discovered later that we did have a karmic connection, and but we were also set up um, from the projects we were in, um, but there was a karmic connection that went deeper from other lives that... Um, created the predisposition and the energetic astral soul connection that would give it the power. Um, And that's something that I have been told by others by certain alien beings that actually told them that sometimes these connections don't work when they try to put people together, but the ones that do work better are those that have supposed karmic connections Mm. of other former uh, connections in maybe other lifetimes. So there's something to be said of karmic connections, and I I believe that's true. I mean, if you remember any of your other lives, and over time you'll be like, yeah, I remember that person, that's why I have a connection, because, you know, you'll remember. So they must be able to kind of look in people's uh, records and see, oh, well, there is a yes. karmic connection between these two. Absolutely, they, they do. They have that ability. They could probably look in the Akashic or however they, they're able to do that. They can tell. So um, I find it amazing, really. It, there's so much more involved in terms of understanding ourselves and then understanding their nature and how they're able to interact with us, which yeah. really brings us to the way to really deal with this on a therapeutic level um, is to understand ourselves and come to our own true nature which goes back to our spiritual eternal essence and once we can really deeply connect and recognize and stay sustained in that awareness as an intentional awareness every day then we come to understand their nature versus our nature and then how to protect ourselves so that we're not as um, vulnerable to deception and dissociation and the splitting off of our true nature which is what they're actually trying to do I mean and the malevolent ones are trying to hijack they use our soul essence as the battery energy but insert themselves as a type of parasite virus program of consciousness that will embed their memories their technology their whatever their big mind file in us to promote us as their avatars to promote their agenda so they could live through us yeah and that's pretty amazing when you think about how all that's done yeah and, they, and the love bites just part of that <clears throat> let me ask you because uh, um, you mentioned earlier about um bloodlines and in your book you say it's apparent from my interviews that the aliens spend a great deal of time tracing bloodlines and researching the human genome and you, you kind of go on to say that you suspect they're kind of farming of sorts why would they and you mentioned children are they interested in getting people together to create children for specific specific reasons oh sure <clears throat> yes they do that too 
they definitely do that to create, I mean, even the high-level bloodline families who are part of the elite will do that for their own reasons, and, and then the entities that run them, right, yeah. will, will do that, and so they do that for their own reasons, but the aliens may have other agendas, which, you know, there's probably many different, now, I mean, humanity is such a conglomerate of many different bloodlines and traits that they, they want to mix certain ones together, and they, they may be doing this over time, you know, yeah. to, to put people together and then to find out what works, and like, one of the people that I interviewed, uh, it's not in the book, uh, it's one of the women who was in my lab, a Scandinavian woman named Marit. I interviewed her at least four times. And she talked about um, how she remembered herself as a draconian in a previous life, and she was genetically modified. And m many of them are, by the way. Many people in these programs are modified or have been, um, you know, certain genetics put into them or modified. But the modification is not necessarily expressed in their genome or in their how it's expressed unless you have the alien consciousness embedded in you as a parasite mm. or if the programming works really well. So there's ways to keep it from being expressed. Uh, and that's that's the idea. Because once you realize they're a parasite and they have an agenda, then then you basically want to return to your original pure blueprint, which goes back to the originals, which have much more divine qualities, uh, instead of the more egotistical, easily manipulated and programmed people that seem to be like empty vessels, or they, they have a really hard time connecting with the eternal now essence of the purity of who we really are. Yeah. So the aliens are basically trying to hijack that for their own ends and use the power of it, but then embed their own programs and overlaying it so that you know, we can't use it for our own selves. So it's it's very amazing how um, frequency and genetics and consciousness are intertwined and that even Bruce Lipton's work, which is pretty phenomenal and has proven that uh, genetic expression as well as coding is not necessarily something that's hardwired and mm. is dependent on perception and consciousness. So we can change our genetic expression. And then, you know, Joe Dispenza's work actually proves that even further with these phenomenal healings and basically testing biochemically, you know, which genes are switched on and switched off after doing meditation and healing practices. So our consciousness is very, very powerful. Yeah, that's good. I mean, the good news about this, because, you know, people might listen to the alien love bite and go, oh my God, uh, how do I, am I being interfered with? Are my, are my love affairs all orchestrated? So there are actually a positive note that actually people can, uh, you can say, be more aware, can clear, can kind of align more with their original divine blueprint. There are teachers out oh, there, yes. as you say, and oh, there are yes. healers that can help us get back Absolutely. to that. Yeah, back to that divine Yeah, I mean, I feel, I feel very hopeful and confident, although, you know, it's been a journey of my own where I felt somewhat power, <clears throat> powerless over time with a lot of manipulation, but it's learning spiritual law <clears throat> as well as our true psychological subconscious natures and how we um, respond to trauma and the programming of our family of origin or our culture or of the um, interdimensional beings. So there's, there's a psychological component that's very important, but in my view now, 
over time what I see is that the spiritual component of which spiritual laws are being um, utilized or transgressed against us or for us to um, basically give us what we want or what we don't want and that sometimes we could utilize all the 3D psychology but if you don't work within the spiritual law and understanding the true spiritual law and apply it then you're, you might be interfered with over and over and over again and, and that actually tends to happen. So a lot of people, they're like, why? Why does this keep happening to me? You know? Because yeah. <clears throat> it'll happen more than once, more often than not. Well, Eve, Logan, thank you so much for this interview. I'm, I'm sure people are going to find it absolutely fascinating. And Eve's website is evelogan.com. <clears throat> and thank you. Thanks, thanks, Eve. Okay. There's just one thing I want to throw out there, my yeah. book. Yeah. Um, because one of them is considered out of print, but you can get both books through me through my website and so if you can't find it on Amazon um, you can get it directly through evelorgan.com if you want to you know purchase any of the books but okay. it's still available on Kindle on Amazon for both books as well yeah I actually so. got both books on Kindle so you can get them still okay thank you well thank you 